0: interesting
1: debate show is live yes. in the huddle listen it's going down free agency trade deadline we got to see what we can store up if we the Mets okay because we all Mets fans here and also the Jets who we're going to talk about because you know later on in the show the AMC East we are going to be giving our predictions so we're going to talk about the Jets extensively because I know my co-host here Got a lot to say about the Jets. And guess what? With all due respect, that's coming next. We're going to kick it off right here with the breaking news, the news that we've all been waiting for. I know I have. I've been following this case for a hot minute. Okay, trying to find any ounce of clarity. And guess what? We got the clarity today as the Cleveland Browns quarterback, Deshaun Watson, is suspended six games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. Is this suspension appropriate, Zach, if you want to do the honors? Yeah, well, so
0: I totally understand that when it comes to Deshaun Watson, uh, two grand juries had the opportunity to indict him, and they obviously didn't. And you look at Sue Robinson uh, coming her to her decision. She's an independent judge uh, in 2020 when the NFL and the Players Association agreed to a new CBA, part of that was bringing in an independent judge to make and come down on big decisions like this because the NFL, uh, the Players Association didn't feel like it was right that Roger Goodell was the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And I do think that when this was put into the CBA, most people expected that OK, in most situations, like Sue Robinson, whoever the independent arbitrator is, she's going to make the decision and that's it. That's going to be final. But I do think this is such an opportunity for the NFL, just looking at everything that's happened. And for those of you guys who don't know, even though uh, Sue Robinson made the decision, OK, it's going to be six games, the NFL and the NFL's uh, Players Association, by the way, they now have the opportunity to appeal the suspension. And if they do, ultimately, Roger Goodell is going to be the one that makes the final call. But I look at this Deshaun Watson situation, right? He is going to be suspended for 6 games. That's one. But two, he is going to keep all $45 million of his signing bonus. He's also going to keep all of his 46.5 million or 40, 45.65, excuse me, a million dollar salary for 2022, all $184 million in that contract he's going to keep as well. And I just think from a PR standpoint when you compare uh, Deshaun Watson, his suspension for everything that's gone on to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who just had a trace of a PED found in his system, he is only going to miss six games. Also, like we're going to get into a little bit later in this segment, our expectations for the Browns for this season, and I'm curious what you think of this, but the Browns' schedule for the first six weeks of the season, it's pretty manageable. It's pretty easy. I actually think the NFL did them a little bit of a favor, giving them somewhat of of, of an easy schedule for the first six games of the season, and when you just look at other guys, right? Obviously, Calvin Ridley, he gets suspended one year, full year, for gambling. Michael Kendricks, eight games for uh, inside training miles garrett six games for an on-field fight altercation with mason rudolph and even in baseball trevor bauer he gets two years and he and uh, loses 60 million dollars for non-criminal sexual assault allegations and i do think that roger goodell looking at it from his shoes he's going to look at deshaun watson and everything that's gone on comparing it to some of the other things and the other suspensions and i just think if deshaun watson Six games, it's a little white. I'm not going to lie. And if he only misses six games, I don't think it's a great look for the NFL. We've seen plenty of public reaction around the suspension, and it hasn't been great. I fall in that camp as well. Uh, the NFL, we know, wanted it to be about a year. I don't know if it's going to end up being that much, but I do think Roger Goodell is going to ultimately bump the suspension by at least four or five games, maybe more. I just don't think it would be a really good look at all for the NFL if it's only six games. And it's crazy, Will, because Deshaun Watson and his side, even though they settled 20 of the allegations, even though they said, "Okay, we're good with six games, we're not going to appeal it. um, They apparently deep down believe that Deshaun Watson, it should be zero games. They feel like six games is too much even though they're not appealing it, which I don't really get. If you really felt like Deshaun Watson should not have been suspended at all, why did you settle 20 of these cases? Why did? Why are you agreeing to a six-game suspension? I don't get it, but I think Goodell, he has a lot of power right now when it comes to this, and it's interesting because with uh, this being the first ruling, is he going to be the guy that goes against uh, an independent arbitrator for the first time, knowing the only reason why this clause was put into the P.A.? Uh, in, in into the CBA in the first place was so he didn't have all the power. So I'm interested to see what happens. At, but at the same time, though, one last thought. I'm just happy at least we have a little bit of clarity and we just can't keep just having these suspenseful, suspenseful thoughts about uh, the amount and how long the suspension would last because, it's as you said, it's been a long time since we've been, uh, been tracking all this.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of dialogue there. And, uh, you know, I, I understand it because this is a very – uh, a very interesting topic that requires and deserves a lot of dialogue. So um, as I could do an honest here to pick up where you left off, I think where you left off, you actually answered your own question when you said, you know, why did the NFLPA, if they believe in Watson's innocence, wanted him to be exonerated, excuse me, completely. Why did they accept the six um, game suspension without appealing or you know, obviously, they could change their mind. They could still appeal. But, you know, we all do assume because they said so that they are not going to appeal their six-game suspension. Why they don't do it is because, like you said, they agreed to this in the CBA to have an independent arbitrator. And you respect that. You, you, you respect the decision because that's what you... And the NFL decided to come up with that she was going to be the primary disciplinarian. And obviously, if there were to be a situation where both sides didn't agree with it, then I guess you would go ahead and appeal it. But I think they respect it. And they knew that all along that they were going to win. You see, to answer the question here, is the suspension appropriate? I would say it's hard for me to say it's appropriate or not, because when you look at the dynamics of everything, The NFL had about 25, okay, accusers to choose from, okay, against Deshaun Watson to bring to the judge. They got their choice. All 24, figure out what's the best stories to bring to the arbitrator and the judge. You had all that ammo and you're a lawyer, boom, okay, and you had the choice to take on the NFL side. When you hear this case about Deshaun Watson or you had the opportunity to take Deshaun Watson side, you will probably say to yourself, man, I have an easier chance to to make myself look good by taking Watson's side, uh, not Watson side or not watching the NFL side because they got 24 accusers on this guy. How do you lose? How do you fumble? And it goes back to the point that I'm about to make. The NFL is a joke when it comes to these issues. And that's why we are here. So I know a lot of people people's in their feelings and things of that nature. I get it. OK, this is not a situation about right or wrong. It's about what you can prove in the court of law. That's how the court of law always has been. It's not about right or wrong. I see so many wrongs, you know, act like they got right or got right. But it's what's wrong. OK, it's about the evidence that you can prove to the judge and the NFLPA. Let's keep it a buck. They kicked the NFL's ass because leading up to this decision. We have got reports about this, about how the NFLPA was looking good and how the NFL was stumbling and fumbling. And, and, and you can see it unravel to the point where the NFLPA was like, I ain't going appeal nothing. You know what I'm saying? They was, they was cool. They already knew they was going to win, you know, in, in the sense that it was going to be on the lighter side. And sure enough, it was. And that's the confidence they got because they knew they had bought their ammunition. And I don't see how the NFL lose this. When you go to the NFL, right? And you think about all the situations, okay, that happened in the NFL. Ben Watlisberger, six games, okay, was cut down to four. You talk about Ray Rice, two games initially before, obviously, the videotape come out. Ezekiel Elliott, six games for violence against women on three separate occasions. Greg Hardy was actually convicted in his case and had his suspension reduced from 10 to four games. Colin Kaepernick, blackballed for taking a knee. Which doesn't hurt anybody, right? So when you look at the NFL's history, okay, and you look at D. Hop six games for weed, uh excuse me, six games for PDs. Um, Motavius Bryant for weed got a indefinite suspension. Josh Gordon, you know, had twenty plus games of worth of suspensions. That doesn't add, or it's not in the same vicinity, or should be in the same vicinity as Ezekiel Elliott, as Big Ben, or even more than Big Ben in Ezekiel. So clearly, the NFL has dropped the ball and continuing to drop the ball, and that's why if you're the judge, you only have to go based on the evidence presented, and you look at the history on how other guys was dealt with the same situation, and you say to yourself what makes sense, and ultimately for her, it was suspending Deshaun Watson for six games.
0: Yeah. And I understand for a bunch of those cases that you just mentioned in a lot of those instances, there was clear evidence where it was like, okay, this guy did something wrong. And when you're comparing the numbers, like Ezekiel Elliott only had one accuser and he's going to get the same penalty as a guy that has 30 accusers. And I understand that. And in the court of law, that's totally fair, but the NFL doesn't have to go by the court of law. Roger Goodell can make whatever decision he thinks is best for the league. So I respect and I understand that there wasn't, firm criminal evidence against Deshaun Watson suggesting uh, that something happened. But at the same time, you'll get everything that has gone on from Deshaun Watson basically asking out of Houston once all this stuff came out to the Cleveland Browns giving him the most guaranteed money we've ever seen. And I just feel like the NFL has played by the rules. They've respected the CBA, but the penalty, it just doesn't seem big enough. And I understand that technically it's apples and oranges. And when you're comparing case by case it's it's not always the most like i don't want to say the most fair but every case is different there are certain things in each case that might ha- that happen and You know, just different things to look at. But at the same time, in reality, I think if you're the NFL, it's just a really bad look if Deshaun Watson has the same suspension as a guy that only had one accuser, knowing everything that's gone on with this guy and knowing like it it feels to me like he got rewarded for the actions that he got out of Houston. And with that just set up this bidding war and the Cleveland Browns were the only team to give them that much guaranteed money. But we know that there were other teams interested, but the uh, Watson and his agent said, okay, we want this amount of money. The Browns were the only team to abide by that given making the contract fully guaranteed. And I just can't imagine that feels right with Roger Goodell. I think up to this point, the NFL has done as well the job as they can abiding by the process and the system they set up. But even with that being said, it just doesn't feel right. And it's pretty ridiculous to me just from an outsider's perspective, not knowing like I, we know evidence and everything, but knowing that Deshaun Watson communicated 60 plus massage therapists in the last uh, year plus, and only getting a six game suspension, it just seems a little bit light to me. And I think now compared to years past, the NFL is a bit more cautious of their image, knowing that Ray Rice only got two games. I still think that's one of the biggest stains on Roger Goodell's resume And this really feels like an opportunity to me, for me, for him to correct that, even though it would be a somewhat controversial
1: decision going against the process uh, he just set up. I mean, look, I think what doesn't sit well with Roger Goodell and it rhymes, what doesn't sit well with Roger Goodell is the fact that it's the perception. I don't think it's anything morally. Okay, when you suspend somebody two games for boxing out his wife, there's nothing moral about that. You don't got to see the film. OK, the the realize, you know, how harsh of a punishment should be required because of that. So it's nothing about morale. It's about public image. And cool. I get it. It's a business. You're the NFL. You're, you know, this big, gigantic billion dollar corporation. So, of course, you're going to worry about your your image and all that. So, you know, potentially we could see that appeal process, you know, take forth, you know, in a couple of days. But I would say this, too, about. You know, this whole situation about this not sitting well with a lot of people, which you know, for all intents and purposes, of course it's not gonna sit well with a lot of people, right? But you know, as you see with the court of law, like I said in my first lap, if you present a good case, you will get off. I'm pretty sure we all know OJ Simpson did it. Okay, he did it, he done done it. Okay, and that's not even a word, he done done it, but he got off. And that didn't sit well with a lot of people either. And the guy was out here paying poker out in freaking Las Vegas. OK, they had to catch him on another charge. So, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. The NFL had its opportunities. Like I said, you have 24. OK, 24 people to go to to literally get the best four or five cases that you can possibly get. You don't fumble that. You, there's no way in the world you, you don't fumble that. You have to be stupid, honestly. And based on the track record of the NFL, you know, I'm sorry to say, but they are stupid in that retrospect. Trust me. The NFL knows how to put a great product out. That's why they kingpin because of the product. And they was able to survive some of these, you know, tinted, you know, images of these suspensions that they had. And that's cool and all. But I think it'd be the NFL and you're Roger Goodell, you know, if you were to, you know, appeal this and, you know, beef up the suspension a little bit more, I'm pretty sure the NFL PA would probably take it to federal court because they bust your behinds now. What makes you think they ain't going to bust shop behinds in federal court, bro? At this point, you had a female judge, Sue Wobson, a female, okay? Listen, I'm not trying to play the male and female game, but it is what it is. The girl is a female, okay? You had her, and you had 24 accusations of sexual assault against females, and she even ruled six games. If I'm the NFLPA, go ahead. Go ahead and suspend them more. I take it to federal court, and now we are going into the football season dealing with this, and this is taking away... From what should be the best season of all time in the NFL, Bill Shaddams.
0: Yeah. And just looking at this whole situation, I think it's really complicated because I think most people do get the sense that what Deshaun Watson did was seriously wrong. And I think for me, like it, it seems and it feels like to me that really just since he's been out of Houston, it's almost like it's been portrayed as this big reward to get this guy. And I understand he's a phenomenal quarterback, but for me, like, I don't feel great about the future of the Cleveland Browns, just no matter what the suspension is, knowing that they're so committed and and so engraved in this guy and all the guaranteed money they gave him. And I just think when something like this happens, it's a situation, and we've been discussing it a lot on the show that I would have just stayed away from. There are plenty of teams that had the opportunity to do it, even the Panthers and the Saints, teams like that, the Falcons that were interested, but the price just got so high. I understand you wanted to bring in the guy to win as many football games as possible, but for me, the money and all the guaranteed uh, money that went along in that contract, it, 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 you know, it's just, it's a circus and it's a lot of pressure uh, on the Cleveland Browns and how they've handled it. And they've gone all in, you know, with the guy uh, since they've made the trade and, Uh, it's definitely going to be one of the top storylines going into the season. And if week seven, Deshaun Watson is out there, the Browns are going to be playing the Miami or the Ravens, I believe with the game against Miami coming up after that, Um, you know, look, the AFC North is going to be one of the stronger divisions, but it just seems like to me, Um, The penalty hasn't been severe enough. And it feels like to me that Deshaun Watson has almost been rewarded for his actions. And I understand when it comes to the quarterback position, that's the most valuable, the most important position in sports. And when you find a good one, most of the time you're going to do anything you can to get your hands on him. But it seems like once he left Houston, the media has been acting like it's, you know, just like getting him is winning the lottery. And I don't view it that way at all. Uh, there are plenty of risks and plenty of concerns I have uh, for Cleveland in their future, and I'm happy to get into uh, to right now. Um, what's next for the Browns after the rule?
1: Yeah, I, to add on to that and to kind of merge the question with what you just said, what's next, excuse me, for Cleveland is that, you know, you fire and Jacoby Brissett, I would assume. I don't think you make a trade for Jimmy G, you know, with six games right now, presently constructed. If Roger Goodell, you know, up the suspension, then you will have to highly consider it. You know, because um, Jimmy G's out there. The 49ers got nothing to lose. They want him out of there. You could probably send over a cheeseburger and get him. So, yeah, you probably do that if you're the Browns. But nevertheless, um, I think to add on to that point that you just said about, you know, just um, not taking the risk. There was another point that um, you said on the last show when it comes to quarterback. You said in our quote, you know, I don't like taking risks when it comes to quarterbacks because you have to get it right. And I disagree. Like, literally, I remember that statement that I wanted to bring on here because when you look at the risk that so many teams have taken, it rewarded them. Like, it was rewarded. And the risk, for example, the Buccaneers, they didn't look that good in New England in his last year. He was 40. He's about to be 40. Took the risk. You got him over there. He got you to a Super Bowl. You can it for one now. Matthew Stafford. I remember on the show.
0: The reason why I grouped Deshaun and, and Kyler Murray was the other one in that category and the difference between those guys and Brady and a guy like Stafford, my concerns for them are off the field. I think when it comes to concerns on the field, if you're willing to work hard enough, then you could fix it. Yeah, Tom Brady, his last season in, in New England didn't go great. But it still risks. It,
1: it, it still goes back to my point. About of course, risk. but Brady, but they're hard workers. And we don't know if Kyler Murray yeah, is I mean, Deshaun look, Watson. Brady you know, was up. A- and I'm a Brady fan, but Brady is older. You can't get age back. You know what I'm saying? Age is something that come and go. Right. You know what, and, I'm saying? What
0: happens if something like this similar happens to Deshaun Watson, which it easily could? Then the Browns are screwed. Like
1: look, when, they, when the right now,
0: Tom Brady, there was no risk of him doing anything stupid off the field, you know?
1: Right. Right now, from what I can see. OK. And things can change tomorrow. The NFL has three days to lengthy the suspension. But if this stands. OK. Roger Goodell say, you know what? I'm good. You know what? I'm not about to you know, take this on because I'm not trying to risk the NFLPA taking me to federal court when we got a season to really focus on it and keen in on. Then if you're the Browns, you don't look stupid because, number one, you got yourself a top five quarterback, and he's only suspended for six games. Jacoby Brissett is playing in the easiest part of your schedule. You have the easiest schedule in the first six games in the NFL. You could potentially still be there. And, you know, in a 500 situation, where Deshaun Watson could come over there and lead you to the playoffs. And that's what you want as a franchise. That's why you made the move. So you can be able to compete for a championship. So, right now, like I said, things can change tomorrow. We could come back and say, oh my gosh, he's suspended for the year because, you know, that's what do. I'm pretty sure we won't know that tomorrow, but in the future, and say all the things we're saying right now. But I don't know how we say that when we just find out that he got six games for having um, sexual misconducts with over like 24 women.
0: And it's crazy because he always had the reputation of being a a good guy and a very hard worker and a winner, a guy that really any team in the NFL would have. And I don't think anyone could have imagined how quickly things have changed. And these allegations, they really got to me. They scarred me in a big way. I'm not going to lie. Well, they totally changed my perception of Deshaun Watson. I was a big fan, but now I'm I'm out on the guy. I I can't trust him uh, to be the leader of my team. And I can't, I don't view him as a guy that I trust to give that amount of money to making a fully guaranteed, making him the highest paid quarterback in the league, knowing the baggage that comes off the field with him. And especially given the history of the Cleveland Browns, like, I don't think this is going to end well for them. It might look well for them. Might might look good for them right now. Eight games. But in four or five years, I, like, I don't know. I can't trust the guy.
1: I'm, I'm not trying to put you on a spot here, Zach. But I think right now, when you talk about feeling comfortable, right, because clearly. I don't even feel comfortable talking about the topic. You feel me? But at the same time, as uncomfortable as we feel, I'm one of those guys that if I do something for somebody, I got to do for the other. And if I feel a way about somebody else and they have the same situation, I got to do the same thing over here. So, for example, okay, Big Ben, he won, I don't care, 24, 1, 2, 50. He had an issue in the same stature. And everybody was crying tears. He was crying tears. Oh, my gosh. He's a Hall of Famer. We got to keep the same energy, bro. Like so many guys, Ezekiel Elliott, look at the guys I just named, and we still support the sport. Colin Kaepernick, the NFL said, screw, um, you know, rights in America. We don't care about that. Then they try to piece it up together for the image, just like how they trying to do now. Oh, get Jay-Z in a room, and let's have a, a, a deal where it makes it look like we care. No, like I still watch the sport. Why? Because that's my pastime. Yeah,
0: and it's hard because we're not in the room every day. The Steelers made the decision that they still wanted to go along with Ben Big Ben as their quarterback, but Big Ben lost his full salary for a year. Deshaun Watson didn't. Deshaun Watson basically got I don't want to say he got to pick what team he went to because Cleveland was the only team willing to give him that much money, but he by himself raised the price uh, on uh, what was what it was gonna take to get him, and I and everybody handling-
1: and everybody yeah, put and the hashtag. Thank you, Ben, for your industrious career. It comes and goes, bro. I'm sorry. I, I heard people listening to R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Females. Right. And, and honestly, to-
0: I'll say this. If Deshaun Watson goes for what, 10 years without having another issue off the field, then I'd be I, I, I'm going to say I think I'd warm up to him a little bit, but seeing the fact that he'd. Just communicated with 60 plus massage therapists during COVID when he wasn't even supposed to be leaving his house. Like, what could have happened in 2020? Like, if he had a massage the week of a game and he caught COVID and he was going to be out for two weeks because the protocols were much more severe back then, like, those are the things I'm talking about. Can you trust this guy to make the right decisions off the field to be your team's franchise quarterback of the future? And back two, three years ago, I thought, if you know if you're making a list of players, if you were going to start your team with, accounting the ability and the age, what he'd give you for the future, there was a time when Deshaun Watson was at the top of this list. But I think these allegations, no matter what happened, whether there's proof or not, they just hit me so hard, and I'm sure a lot of NFL GMs feel the exact same way. That it's like I just don't know how you could trust them, and and I agree, like. It, when you look at the NFL and how big, how much we love the league, how big, big uh, supporters of the league we are, you know, not every decision they've made has been perfect. And there've been plenty of guys that have got the right end of the stick in terms of punishments. But when it comes to this guy, the fact that he's a franchise quarterback, the fact that the Cleveland Browns made him the fa- the new face of their franchise. And to me, again, it just feels like he's being rewarded for his actions. He got the new contracts. He got, the new team when he didn't want to be in Houston anymore. And if I was Roger Goodell, that really would not make me happy. And he has the power to do something about it. And I think a lot of fans in the NFL feel the same way, knowing that they just, they don't think this guy has gotten the proper punishment. And, And I feel the same way. And if I was Roger Goodell, just with everything that's gone on off the field, it seems like everything that could go
1: right for Deshaun Watson has gone right, which would really not sit well with me. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see what happens when it comes to Raj Goodell. The ball is in his court. He can do something with it. We'll see if he does. We'll be back after the break.